Hello and welcome to episode 80 of the Game Train Podcast. I'm Callan Davison, here's Carl Lyrical Smith with me right now. Hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. We are back with episode 80 here. It's very exciting stuff here. Uh, we've got a big show again this week. Uh, we've got, uh, we're going to be talking about the bit about the Mafia trilogy. Uh, we're also going to be looking at some more Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Carl played a bike game where he rides a bike down a hill. He's very excited for. Yep. Uh, and of course we're going to be reviewing Final Fantasy VII Remake. Which, yes. Yes, which is the big one this week. Um, that is, we've, yeah. We've, we've taken our time getting around to reviewing it, but here we are. Um, but before we jump into all of that, we should kick off uh, off the news. What do you say? Yeah, let's do it. All right, here we go. All right, so kicking off the news tonight on uh, the 21st of May, 2020. I should actually start sending the dates in our podcast for those that do you listen should. at a later date. So they know we're not talking about crazy stuff that's been like <laughs> news for years. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, all right, so yes, uh, 21st of May, 2020. Um, what have we got here? We have Nintendo uh, dropped a trailer out of nowhere for Paper Mario. Yeah. And the Origami King. I mean, they legit shadow dropped this trailer out of yep, nowhere. Out of nowhere. Which is so unlike Nintendo. Mm. They normally have all this worked out. They're, they're, they're playing their own game here, Nintendo, I think. They uh, always have. I mean, they make cardboard pianos. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, yeah, that was really exciting. And that is coming out, funnily enough, July 17. No, wait, man, that's not far at all. I know. And do you know what else comes out on July 17? I do. Ghost of Tsushima, which Sony showed off an 18-minute gameplay demonstration of the other night. Oh, I think they were just flexing what gameplay means. (laughs) Do you think so? I think, no, I mean, you know, it's fine. I'm sure it was planned for ages, but it's just funny the timing right after the grand reveal of... (laughs) Assassin's Creed Valhalla's gameplay. Yeah. And then, oh, gameplay, like as we say here. Yeah, what they showed of Ghosts was so nice, but it's exactly what I expected them to show of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yeah. Where they talk you through it, you know, and yeah. explain everything in this beautiful shots. But, man, what did you think of it? Yeah, look, um, I, I, you know, we've seen teasers for this game over the last, what, three years now? Yeah. Three years have been slowly teasing this one and um we really didn't know what the combat was going to be like up until now yeah true I, that. I think the thing that surprised me the most was that um it's very assassin's creed like yeah i mean i i think i'm excited for that but i'm just so all assassin's creeded out at the moment yeah i am excited like i was hoping for more of more leaning towards Assassin's Creed style than another Souls-like samurai game. You know, this you, would be you, the fourth one. You know, I would have fourth, been all fourth. in on that Souls-like samurai I don't samurai know, it'd be game. just like Sekiro and, yeah. then, and Neo. Yeah. And Neo too. Yeah. Like, those games exist. I three love times. them. I love all and three. And they're still, they're still new and fine. <laughs> um... Another reveal that happened from 2K was uh, the Mafia Trilogy is all getting remastered. So 
They've released uh, definitive editions of Mafia 2 and 3. So of that, they've yeah. just, you know, updated the graphics a little. But they're doing a full-blown remake of Mafia 1. Damn, and that's cool. So that's coming out in... What have we got here? Um, I don't have the date. Um, August. It is out in August, oh. though. Uh, and it's a yes. full remake. Uh, it's a new game engine. It's an expanded story and a re-recorded musical score. Now, when you say new game engine, do you mean like they've made a new one or it's a new one, not the same as the first Mafia? Not the same as the first original Mafia. Yeah, so they've put it right. into a... Yeah. Um, Button okay, Mash Pod cool. is here saying, please don't get Mafia 2 on PS4. We'll be talking about that in our games we've been playing in a minute there, sir. Rog, uh, how are you tonight? I hope you're good. And Dev Paul wants to know... Any news on a remake of River Raid? It's a classic game. There is no news on a remake of River Raid. No remake. current news. No, 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 but not as yet. Yeah, no current news. No, no studios are currently developing a River Raid remake. There you go, news. You heard it here first on Game Train Podcast. That's right. Exclusive podcast news. <laughs> Nothing current going up current in the river. Um, also, um. We're in that stage where all these game announcements are happening, happening, and another happening, happening. Another one has been announced. This one is called New Game Plus Expo. It is happening yes. on June twenty four at one a.m. Oh, Australian Eastern Standard Time. Um, some of the awesome. developers involved are Sega, Atlas, um, Koei Temco, and Natsume. And um, guess how long it runs for, Carl? Oh, how long? Just take a guess. Uh, an hour and a half. Seven hours. What? <laughs> Seven hours this presentation's going to go for. From 1am to 8am. What? <laughs> is, it, is it like Cause, cause I told a you let's the, play? I, I told you the news before the show, but I didn't tell you how long it ran for. I love this reaction no. from you right now. <laughs> Seven hours? Seven though? hours. I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to sit through the whole thing on that one. No, it's going to have to be like something playing in the background. Yeah. Seven hours. 1 a.m. to 8 a.m. on June 24, New Game Plus Expo. So, Is it going to be good seven hours? Like that's. I, don't, that's... I really don't know. Or is it all just going to be all these Japanese games that we have no idea what's going on? I, but that's, that's all of the hours. Yeah. Mm. Seven hours on that one. So, uh, yeah, have you got any news on your end? Uh, look, you know, no, I do not. Oh. I mean, yeah, there's the Unreal Engine 5, right? <laughs> yes, correct. We, we have to talk about that. We, we didn't talk about that. So, Unreal Engine 5, they revealed their new engine, and they revealed it being played through a PS5. Mm-hmm. Not to be mistaken with revealing the new PS5 exclusive gameplay. <laughs> it's, it's the new engine from unreal that like half of all the games are going to be made on yeah once that's available as is unreal at the moment which runs just like nearly every second game you see so yeah uh, please don't mistake in that for a ps5 reveal but they were showing uh, it running on a ps5 which was technically our running first on a ps5 ps5 gameplay yes uh well you know game mm, it was gameplay game you, you could yeah, play it's through not a real it. game but you could play it, through it. Yeah, so it, it's like a, it, our first look at PS5 technology. Yes. I guess. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a tricky word these last couple of weeks, the yeah. old gameplay. <laughs> yeah. But it looked 
fantastic. So the PS5, we at least know, is capable of some like jaw-dropping visuals. Mm -hmm. It was um, it was just incredible. Definitely go watch that if you can. It goes for about eight minutes, I think. And, yeah, something um, like eight nine minutes. Yeah. It was like lighting and sound, and they were talking about pixels, like triangles the size of pixels, and hundreds of billions of triangles in in that demo, containing that demo. It was um, and then they can amazing. take um, full res movie assets and put them in games too, instead of video game assets, which yeah. are usually a lot smaller so that yeah. they run smoother. Yeah. So that was really yeah. interesting. So um, Unreal Engine 5 will be released to developers next year, so 2021. So we probably yep. won't see any software really made on it until about 2023, 2024. Yes. And it probably won't be until a couple of years after that that people fully utilize the engine to its maximum capacity. So yes. we, we won't see games that look like that game that we saw for, for years to come. But it's exciting at the same time. And you know what? The amount of people online, it was a really cool little demo where you play as this lady going through these caverns and she's got like this little like spirit light thing and it reflects off all this stuff. And then she goes through this flying thing as it's all crumbling around her at the end. People were screaming yep. for this game. They're like, we want the game. Yeah. they. I mean, they always end up doing that though when they do these demo things. Mm. Do you remember they, they showed one for like Square Enix once, which wasn't, it wasn't a... Uh, Final Fantasy game, but it kind of was. And it was. Well, like they showed a Final Fantasy VII remake years ago on the PS3 um, tech oh. demo, and back then people were like, "Oh my gosh, give us Final Fantasy VII remake because that looks incredible." Oh no, this is. I'm talking about a different thing. It was. It was from. It was a similar thing. Like they were just showing off their technology, mm. uh, but it was about like a. There was a red dragon, and I can't. Man, I can't for the life of me remember it. And there was this girl. And she had like a cloak on and there was a, she had a cup and running through like these dusty streets and you could see the dragon flying through and it was incredible. But yeah, it was another one of those situations. Or oh, there was that, I think another Unreal one, mm -hmm. maybe. Um, Might have even been the Unreal 4 original um, demo, but there was like, that one was a lot more sci-fi and there was a shootout on the roof or similar things they always come up with like really cool short stories sort of thing and great characters and awesome games and you always want it and you gotta i've learned to let go really quickly mm -hmm. just be like that doesn't exist it's not a game it's not coming just forget about it yeah and if it comes that's a win if it this doesn't this reminded me oh. of aloy meets tomb raider oh right no i saw i saw uh what was it Tomb Raider and, and Assassin's Creed when she jumps off that edge. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got any more anthem? <laughs> we got any more news, or are we gonna roll out of there? Uh, let's see. That's that's kind of the main main bits and pieces, I guess, for this this episode. Cool. Yeah. All right, and uh, that's the news for this episode. I really need to sharpen that sound effect up and make it smaller because i sit here for a couple yeah. of seconds after i press the button yeah it's <laughs> chilling all right so games we have been playing this week we've been playing games again because that's what we do as gamers yes it is that's what we do as covid age age gamers oh look dev paul says by the way congratulations on episode 80 we didn't even mention that that's a, that's a pretty big milestone that is a big oh yeah, that's right. I'm, we, I'm pretty we, happy with that. We're slowly creeping towards episode 100. 
Oh, slowly but surely. It only only like half a year to go. Yeah, I've got an idea for episode 100, by the way. Wow, that's early, but cool. Yeah. I'm down. We'll <laughs> yeah. have a meeting. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, games we've been playing. What should we kick it off with? Um, games we've been playing. Uh, uh, well, you know, I want to hear about yours because I haven't yet. Oh, okay. So tell me. Okay, so Mafia 2. Uh, we spoke about it in news. The definitive edition is out now. Uh, yep. I've been it playing dropped, this. Was it today? Uh, yesterday. Yes, yesterday. Yesterday. So I started mm. playing it on PS4 last night. I streamed it, by the way, on this channel. And if you aren't currently yep. watching, please follow on twitch.tv slash Twitch. would be much appreciated. Love to have you all yes. here. Um, so yeah, it's a remake. It's a remaster of the 2010 Mafia 2. Uh, I'd never played Mafia games before. So this was new to me. So oh, you didn't do three? Nope. What? Nope. Oh, okay. Um, Who's so, about that with? I don't someone? know. Um, so yeah, pretty much you're playing as uh, you know, like a criminal working your way up the mafia ranks, pretty much in like a 1940s America. Uh, yeah. It's it's an open world like GTA, but it's a much smaller open world. It's nowhere near okay, so the size of GTA games. Is it more like LA Noir? I'd say so, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot smaller mm. city, which actually I appreciate it because I didn't want to delve into a big game, especially an older game as well. I, would, I think I really would have struggled going through that. But because I realized yeah, okay. it wasn't that big of a game, I was like, oh yeah, okay, this is cool. So the game split up into 15 chapters and I think I'm on chapter eight now. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, so I've, got, I've gotten a, a fair way through it so far. Um, and yeah, look, I wish I'd have played it back in 2010. Because I could have seen back in 2010 going, oh my God, this is amazing. Um, oh, damn. But, you know, it's a remaster. So it, it's not full new visuals. It's all cleaned up visuals and, and upscaled visuals and things like that. It looks okay, but you know it's a game from 10 years ago. Right? Yeah. Um, yep. But sadly, there were a few bugs I encountered throughout this as well. Okay. Uh, um, for some reason, the sound would only... when the character spoke would only come out one speaker if you skip a oh. cut scene that has music in it like because you know um i reloaded a game or whatever and there was music playing that cut scene and i skipped the cut scene the music repeats itself over and over and over again oh no um for some weird reason i had a 2k uh, oh wait the first time i boot up the game i had a constant saving icon in my top right corner so i restarted the game and then it was a 2k symbol up in the top right corner the whole time. I'm like, what? Um, and there, there's been some glitches where enemies haven't spawned, so I've just been stuck. Um, there's been um, frame rate drops as well. Okay, this is this is full on. Um, yes, there's a couple of issues with this definitive edition, but when you <laughs> when I looked past all that, it's actually still a good game under the hood. Right, there's still a good game there. Wow, it's okay. it's got a really cool storyline. I'm really digging the storyline. Um, the shooting feels nice. Um, but you know, it's a game from ten years ago. There's you know just been upresed a bit, really. Um, yeah. And I, I think the, uh, and I'm going to talk spoilers now because the game's ten years old. Um, my favorite bit of the story so far is during the 1940s, you actually get put in jail, and then several years pass. And then you come out of jail. So then now it's the fifties. So all the music and oh. so the game starts off in like winter, but when you come out, it's like I don't know spring or whatever. So that so it's all snow at the start, and then you come out and it's all 
it's all green. Some of the city's been built up. Um, all the music's changed on the radio. There's all new cars on the road and all this. So that's kind of it was cool. really. And this happens not at the start. This happened in chapter seven. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So you play through like halfway. Almost. Yeah, yeah. About halfway through the game, it was really, really cool. I really dug that's it. Ballsy. Yeah, I really dug it. So yeah, it, it, it just it makes everything feel fresh again. Yeah. So it's not the biggest open world, but they made it feel fresh when you come back. Now, I haven't really done mm. many of the side activities at all. I've just been busting through the story, so I can't really talk side activities. Yeah, um, okay. But yeah, and also um, those old cars, their handling sucks, but I think that's deliberate. Is it, though? Or I'd... is that a bit of a scapegoat? No, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, that's, yeah, that's, we'll Mafia. That. that's Mafia 2. But I'm going to finish it because um, it's not an overly yep. long game. Um, I just want to see what happens at the end. But I'm very excited for the full gr- um, ground up remake of Mafia 1, which is coming yeah. out in August. So that should be really cool when when that does come out. Those cars will have better handling, I bet you. Well, I think that one's set in the 30s. Ooh. Well, now you'll know if it's deliberate or not. Yes, yes. Um, but so that's going to look really cool. I, I hear you've been playing a game. I have. I have been playing a game. Um, wow. I've been playing Lonely Lonely Mountain Downhill. Wow. It's so cool. I got it on Switch because it just seemed like the perfect Switch game. I caught wind of it somewhere online uh, and someone was saying, you got to get this game and, you know, you won't hear a lot about it because there's not a huge, you know, publicity budget or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's so fun and i played it a bit and it was like really enjoyable and we put it on the big screen and i had my brothers staying over with me it was just just last night Mm. i've been playing for a few days and i said oh you guys got to try this out and they're like oh it's pretty blocky but it still really moves nice i'd love to see what it looks like on xbox so we jumped on to check it out and it was on game pass so it was just free anyway and it was it's only like 450 megabytes yeah so it downloaded in like two seconds and then we suddenly looked and it was so much smoother so it's got like a polygonal kind of graphics think of i don't know if you've ever played uh, crossy road on the mobile no but it looks a bit like that it's like colorful and blocky and like you know polygonal kind of uh, graphics but really really uh, accurate and smooth physics mm-hmm. so it, it kind of works a bit like that a little bit like trials um but uh, less forgiving on the bike especially at the start and basically you're just going down a hill but it's always quite scary because you're coming towards the camera for most of it kind of like those tricky um crash bandicoot levels mm-hmm. so you don't see a lot of the level so they let you play through basically this um i think there's four mountains and on each of those mountains there's like four tracks okay big long sort of tracks that you you have to play through them and learn them and they all have like heaps of different shortcuts and because it's physics based you can go straight off the beaten track and land on a rock or bounce off a tree or something if you land correctly and cut off huge parts of the track okay and beat your time over and over and so it's all just based on leaderboards um kind of like you know your tony hawks or your trials and that's how the multiplayer works you're not playing two plays with people but you're playing with friends and just shaving off seconds and seconds and it works just like a rally game okay. in that each of the sections are like each of the tracks are broken up into like five six or seven sections that thing i showed you today um where i was 13th in the world yeah that was just one of the small sections of the track. I thought it was so the whole if, track. No, that's why I filmed it the way I did to show you. 
if I went down a bit more, it says section seven. So because I did like I was maybe like three or four thousandth in the world, maybe more like eleven thousandth in all the other sections. But one section I mistakenly bounced off a rock and slid down a tree and skipped like two of the whole like cliffs and just went from one checkpoint straight into another. And I was like, holy moly. And then I looked at the end and they're like, yep, that was the 13th best in the world. I'm like, yeah, but, but it was a shitty time, but just in that section. So I just, I filmed it for people wow. who don't know. So many lies coming from you right now. Yeah, I filmed, I, I paused it and showed the leaderboard. And uh, when I sent it to Callan, I zoomed in on my name and then I showed like leaderboard worldwide, all time, not even just today, best of all time. 13th on this track but as i was scrolling down i stopped scrolling before it said section seven of eight sections <laughs> wow i've been lied to i've been lied you to have uh reefy says try out the last oasis oh the last o is that that's the mmo i don't know you should try out last oasis he says if it's an mmo i'm saying well clear also Survival MMO. Oh, oh my no. god, I'm in. Hell to the... <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah, you're in for survival. Survival MMO. Sign me up, Reef. What are we playing on? <laughs> oh goodness. Just All right. Where... <laughs> Bye guys. I'm out. PC, yes. PC. All right, guys. I'll be downloading some <laughs> Last Oasis after this. Oh no. There goes Callan. All right. Uh, is, it, is it free, Reef? By the way, for. for... People who are listening to this on our um, podcast channels, we are doing this live. That's what's going on. We're just talking to some of these guys chatting on us on Twitch. Um, so if you guys ever want to check us out, it's just twitch.tv slash Game Train Twitch. Uh, mm-hmm. And, and uh, I say that, but we don't have any schedule. So you have to follow us yeah. because we just jump on there and then it, you get a notification that says, here we are and we're on. And then we'll be sort of recording like 10 to 15 minutes after that. So... Yeah. The only way to know when we podcast live, if you want to jump on and, you know, heckle us from the sides or tell us how great Callan's beard is or how much I love fun. Or or Carl's lies. Or, yeah, you you have to just jump on and follow us. You can follow me too, but I don't even remember my own Twitch. So maybe just follow Callan and us on Game Train Twitch. Wow. Um, Okay. So the other thing we've been playing is uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. So Carl spoke about it last week and he's like yes. Callan you gotta play this Callan you gotta play this and please then play. please play and then well actually before that I played Lonely Mountain I played it for five minutes and turned it off yes because that's how Callan plays all good games like Sunset Overdrive no well you don't play good games like DayZ you refuse to even play them so that's the difference right here at least I give it a go that's not a go DayZ is on Game Pass, by the way, everyone as well. So it is it is free for those Game Pass holders. Anyway, um, so he finally he finally wore me down on Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I was like, dude, yeah. I finished the main campaign. I haven't played it for like a year. I don't know how I'm going to get back into this game because we know it's such a huge game. He's like, nah, nah, you'll be right, you'll be right. Well, after yeah. after a couple of hours of fluffing about, I started off the um, uh, the first Blade. Legacy of the First Blade DLC. So there's two DLCs for Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Legacy of the First Blade and Atlantis. Both are split into three parts each. 
And yes. so, yeah, I, I jumped in the first blade and took me a bit to get back into the game again, but I eventually got it. I'm playing through it and I'm like, this is actually quite damn challenging. Like I, I, I like every fight I was going into was, was, was difficult. And then, um, I finally got to, uh, I went through, uh, legacy of first blade, which was great. You know, it's just a continuation of the story. There was some controversy over the story. I see why people got angry, but yeah, um, we're not going to really go through that, but it was cool no. little storyline. It was about 15 hours worth though, for this one part of the DLC for Legacy of the First Blade, about 15 hours worth of content. So, And that's so, all on the same map, but uh, yeah. at a part of it that you didn't really go to. Yeah, well. yeah, you go to three different regions that takes part in, and you didn't really go to them in the main game. You could have gone there if you wanted, but you didn't have to in the main story. So it was cool they utilized... Just hunting or something. Yeah, it was cool they utilized yeah. those areas. Um, and then kicks off um, Atlantis DLC. I started that after I finished... Legacy of the First Blade, which is also three parts, which is Elysium, Underworld, and Atlantis. Right? Mm, um, yeah. And, and so I started Elysium, and I'm like, Carl, this is ridiculous. Like, this game is... It, it, the, I don't get it, because every fight is taking me so long to do. Carl's like, oh, yes. why don't you uh, actually try putting some points in some specials? I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> there's new abilities in the, this DLC. Yes, there are, there is a bunch of new abilities, but I went and upgraded some old abilities and grabbed some other ones because I realized I had two wheels worth of abilities I can put on my character instead of just mm. one. And oh my gosh, I started smashing... You had a whole wheel free? Yeah, I started smashing face all over the map. It was insane. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so it's Carl, a beautiful Carl, game. Carl sitting there giving me crap going, oh, the game's not hard. I'm going fine. What, you're strong? It's like your Dark Souls, is it? Well, it's because I had no skills equipped, Carl. That's the difference. And then it was easy as. This guy. This so, guy, no, I'm still, also, I'm still... You're, you're welcome for having fun, by the way. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I've, I've been playing the new DLC, which has been awesome as well. Like this other, the Atlantis part. Again, it's another 15 to 20 hours worth of content, I'd say. Yeah, and um, it's gorgeous, like and, Elysium. Oh, yeah. Uh, Elys know, like just... Elysium is gorgeous, which is like sort of the, the heaven in the game. Then you go to the underworld, which is very dreary and dull. Um, but we see why they did it, because when you come out the other side into Atlantis, it's probably one of the most glorious locations I've ever seen in an Assassin's Creed game. Yeah, yeah, really. And I mean, I guess I haven't seen anything like pretty like that since maybe assassin's creed 4 black flag yeah yeah you know? it was um i can't really explain how it looks kyle kept sending me like little screenshots to the corner of his tv and stuff i'm like i don't know what that is kyle and i got there I was it like, was a palm tree it was funny because he was on the voice chat with me when i got to atlantis the third part yeah and he was like oh what 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 yeah um but yeah, yeah like it's substantial dlc it's a big story that goes through all these new areas so these are three new maps that they added to the game and um there's as as we said there's new skills you can keep leveling up past level 50 um and then that storyline eventually continues into the next assassin's creed valhalla and that's sort of why i'm doing it but yeah, it's amazing exactly. amount of DLC for the price that you pay for it and the amount of hours you get out of it. Oh, it's it not, and like, it, it's not just hours and money. It's actually like fun and interesting. Like they, they intertwine different parts of the old gameplay back into it, but with slightly different, you know, mm -hmm. elements. And yeah. just the fact that they give you three whole new maps and you can go back and explore them at your leisure once you finish the story part. Yeah. But um, yeah, they're just really 
beautiful places to explore. Very, very yeah. cool. All right, I think we should uh, roll into our review this week. What do you reckon? Yes, I think let's let's make that a thing. Okay, here we go. And we are reviewing this week Final Fantasy VII Remake. Look, I'm involved in things. Dangerous things. So? So keep your distance. What was his name again? Cloud. Cloud Strife. This is a one-time gig. When it's done, we're done. All right. Here we are, back on uh, on the podcast here. That was our little Final Fantasy VII intro. Did you enjoy that, Carl? I did. I, I did. I was I was watching intently. Yeah, that was very cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you enjoyed that? All right, so Final Fantasy VII Remake has been in development for many years now. So the original Final Fantasy came out on the PlayStation 1 back in 1997. And it is yeah. regarded by many as one of the greatest RPGs of all times. Yes, as one of the greatest games of all time by many. Yes, that, that's correct. Um, so this remake has now just come out. We, we heard about it about five years ago. And they slowly drip-fed info and they finally released it. Now they announced that it's going to be in several parts. So this is part one of the remake series of Final Fantasy VII. And this goes yes. up to the end of Midgar. Now, Midgar, in the original game, was only about four or five hours long. It was pretty short. They yes. have managed to remake Midgar in this, but extend it out to about 30 hours of gameplay. Pretty cool. Uh, also, by the way, we don't know how many parts there are. Just that there are parts. That's right. It could be 20 parts. That's an important piece of information yeah, yeah i reckon it's gonna be three parts well that's the hope that'd be nice yes that's right so yeah um again it's it's developed and published by square enix of course at the moment it is a playstation 4 exclusive but it probably will come to xbox and pc down the track um yep. storyline is again it's you're, you you play the character of Cloud Strife, who is like a mercenary, and you join up with this um, team called Avalanche, who uh, are pretty much eco-terrorists. They're just, you know, trying to save the planet and fight against this uh, the Shinra Corporation. You know, that's pretty much the mm -hmm. gist of it. Um, and along the way, you meet all these wonderful characters and you go on a big adventure. But, of course, as we said, this one ends at the end of Midgar. But what they've done is turned the first act of the original game into a full game with a three-act structure in that game. Yes. Right? That makes sense. So there's a the beginning, there's a middle, and an end. But there has been big changes to the storyline as well, which I can't go into because of spoilers. But yes. they do throw up a whole lot of new stuff. Like They add new things into the game, or like expanding old story parts, but then they add a bunch of new story parts. For example, I will talk about this bit. The character of Sephiroth normally comes into the game, um, like you see in the original Final Fantasy VII, you see him just flashes of him in Midgar, like his sword of people and, 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 and things like this, you know? You don't actually see yeah. him. It's not until you leave Midgar and get to the town of Calm and Cloud um, retells the story of Nibelheim when he went on a mission with Sephiroth. That's the first time you actually see the character. This time, though... You see him right near the start of the game. Cloud starts having flashbacks 
in the in the game as you're wandering around yep. and stuff. Now I've seen him. You've seen him. Well done. Um, so yeah. that was an interesting take on it. Um, there's also these weird ghost things that come into the game as well, which float around and do weird things. Um, can't really oh, go is into. That new? Yeah, can't really go into why they're there, but that is all new as well. And that was something that I was, didn't know that. Yeah, yep, that's something wow. different as well. But yeah, I think the biggest point that I can talk about was that how early they introduced the character of Sephiroth. There was no big build up to him this time. I loved the build up in the original. Like the build up was freaking awesome. And it makes you fear him more because you don't know what he looks like yep, and who he yep, is. And yep. He's more legendary and frightful. And yep, yep. So they kind of lost a bit of that. Yeah. Um, but I see why they did it because he's such an iconic villain and not to have him in this part. People would be like, well, where's Sephiroth? And it would be like, well, he's not in that part. You've got to wait for the next part, mate. But anyway, yeah. um, so they've remade this game from the ground up. We're saying, we're talking everything from the graphics, from the game engine um, to to the music, which they've reorchestrated. Everything is... Voice re- acting. Voice course. acting, everything. Okay, so let's start with the new graphics. The new graphics look incredible. Like... Uh, Tell me your thoughts on the original Final Fantasy VII graphics, Carl. I know you've got opinions on this. Uh, you know, I'm I'm one to play whatever games. If you guys actually see the game that I've been playing lately, that downhill bike game, then you've seen Final Fantasy VII. Uh, it's it's <laughs> very much polygons, and I just to me it's unplayable for me because it's I've just missed I've missed the nostalgia. It's not like going back to a 16-bit game which ages so well. And to me, the threshold is like about Final Fantasy IX-ish. Even eight, which is my favorite, still looks a bit rough on the edges. But seven, oh man, they have like balls as hands. They look like um, Miis, little Nintendo Miis running around with little spiky hair. Like, it's just horrid. But the backgrounds are gorgeous because they're pre-rendered. Yeah. And it's just this weird mishmash of different styles of graphics. And I jumped in, I've jumped in twice to try and like, not replay. I did attempt it once when it was like out, when it first came out. I remember playing it with a friend and we just sat there going, yeah, this is going to be the best thing ever. We turned it on and we're like, wait, you got to choose attack? Yeah, nah, I'm out. And then we canceled it straight away because we'd never chosen attack from a menu before. We didn't understand the concept of RPGs at the time. Uh, so I've tried recently to jump in, like, you know, several years ago, and I just couldn't do it. It just was like, this is gross. But those are my thoughts, yeah. Wow. So anyway, Final Fantasy VII is regarded as one of the greatest RPG <laughs> games of all time. Uh, which, which this guy just bird poops on as he flies across. Um, well. You know, like, oh, hey, melodrama and hello, Sin Spaces. Wait, another podcast already. You guys are crazy, lol. Yep. Yeah, um, we don't play, man. This is COVID time. Yeah, this is, this is COVID time, man. We can we can drop this weekly, man. This is actually I forgot to say this at the very start of the episode. This is the first time we've actually gone. We're gonna do one next week, and then we popped up the next week and did one. I know, I know. We should be <laughs> called the Game Train Liars. You're just the only liar here, sir. With your scores. I am. Um, but hey, yeah, it's real. I'm the 13th best in the world, mate. All time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you keep telling yourself that on checkpoint seven. Um, Still, it's, it is. Yeah, it's very exciting for this you. Guy. I'm very happy for you. Um, so, yeah, the, the graphics. So, yeah, they've gone from the old blocky polygons and they're fully revamped, and the game looks absolutely incredible. 
Like, oh yeah, um, they, they've fully expanded Midgar. Like, and what was one of the coolest things for me in seeing Midgar in this way was in the original you couldn't really move the camera anywhere. Like as you said, pre-rendered backgrounds, etc. Yes, you saw it was amazing being able to just tilt the camera up and look up at, yeah. at, at, at the oh. at the Midgar plate, which which covers the slums because you, you spend a lot of the game in the slums, which is on this big plate. It was just yes. cool, and you see all the big um pylons holding up the plate and all the lights up there and all this so things oh. like that was just incredible to see i'm so glad you brought that up looking up was yeah. such a like or inspiring event just and it was just at a random time there's no reason like i remember probably just like you just walking around a bit and then you kind of like tilt the camera and you're like oh what's that and then you keep looking and you're just like oh my god yeah that's what it looks so like. it was like a new perspective on Midgar as well and some areas have been heavily expanded like um wall market they've done a full redo of, of wall market which they made it a lot bigger it, it's a lot seedier but it was just really like the art direction that went there was really cool it, it was i can't wait to see what they do with the gold saucer later on like that's going to be incredible oh man um i love the gold saucer yeah um, so yeah, just to, to, like, even just the start of just, cl of the train coming in, cloud jumping up the train, I was just like, <gasps> when it was happening, like all these, all these yep. classic moments was very cool to see in full new updated graphics. It was, it, yeah. it, it was incredible. Well, the, especially the parts that are still one-to-one. -one, yes. Which are only kind of very early in the game, which for me, I got to enjoy the nostalgia because that's the only bit I've done three times. Wow. So I was like. Yeah, the train bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, and that's me. Uh, since Spacey's asked Tifa, Aerith, uh, Tifa. Um, okay. Tifa all day. Yep. Uh, so the new Jesse. combat. So the, the, the correct answer is Jesse. No. Uh, they've changed the combat in the game. So you said the original was yes. turn-based. You hated having to push attack. So now they've well, gone... Not anymore, but yeah, I did. They've the gone time. for almost a combination of 13 and 15's combat merged into this new 7 remake. Yeah. So they brought the stagger system across from 13, but they kept the fluid movement around the battle like in 15. So you can run, dodge, um, attack, you can build up your limit breaks or other special attacks. Um, you build up mm -hmm. ATB bars while you're in combat. And you, you control one character at a time. The computer controls the other ones, but you can switch characters at every time. Build up the a ATB bars, which is the active time battle bars. and yes. to use moves and magic. And to, and to use, uh, yeah, yeah. Use special moves, use magic, use items, etc. So curing. And, yeah, yeah. Um, it, was, it was an interesting take. It took me a little bit to get used to it, i got to admit. At first I was like, oof. I think I would have almost preferred just old school turn-based combat old school style yeah the but, trickiest bit is as you switch to other characters that's when you build up your atv for them yes yeah because so you, once do, yours is full you want to quickly switch away yeah build someone else's yeah yeah and actually i found with um the material system which well let's talk about the material system it's very similar to the um original that you find pieces of material put them into weapons and stuff but there are new pieces of material that do different things like if you cast fire one of your other party mates will cast fire as well things like this yeah um, so using things like that, you'd go into a battle with a certain strategy like, okay, Tifa builds up the ATB bar the fastest. So um, I'm going to use fire with her, switch to her straight away, use fire, and then someone else will back up with that to do heavy damage or or whatever, or 
or okay, I'm going to use Tifa for a while to build up um, the stagger meter or um, oh, the enemy's far away. I'm going to use Barrett with the gun because the others can't really get to him as much. But then as the yep. enemy comes closer, I'll switch into cloud for like heavier attacks on it or things like this. So, yes. um, yeah, like, um, and the summon system is back again. Um, it, it, it's something that will just randomly kind of happen in battle. Like you'll see the, um, the summon meter sort of build up and then you can summon. So it's not something you can constantly yep. throw down like in the original. Yeah. So that's kind of a bit more like 10. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. I'd say like 10. Um, I would say um, one of the biggest highlights for me, though, like we talked about all this stuff that's been redone, battle system, graphics and stuff. It's the damn music that got me. Oh, it, yeah. That oh, awesome. I had it here. And now I don't really use my soundbar with bass speaker too much here. For the full yeah. 30 hours, I had that thing blasting. Everyone <laughs> around me in other units would have been able to hear that music going at full bass, full volume. It was wow. They probably had a tear in their eye. It was incredible. Like sometimes, oh, that, when that music kicks in, and I'm just like the air of theme is just like the most heart crushing theme the whole game. As just you know, peers throughout the game, the the battle music just gets you hyped up. The boss battle music as well. Um, the oh. the the Shinra music was awesome. The only music that let me down was the Turk music. Okay. Yeah. Um. I really love the that- original. The, the Turks music was very simple. It was like a bass line and clicking sort of thing. It was a very simple okay. beat. They went, as since basically said, it's like they fed the orchestra Red Bull to record it. Like, I think they went over the top with like the Turks theme. But I think a lot of the other themes sound like quite good. Like they're, they're throwing in like extra electric guitars and things like that. Um, I do miss okay. like the sort of bell that they had from, um, I think it's the... Um, the reactor theme or is it the Shinra theme? I can't remember now. It was one of the two. It had, the, it had a very iconic, like a big bell sound in it and they wasn't as established, you know, just little things like that. But for the most part, I felt the music was quite good and it just brought back so much memories. Reactor. There we go. Thank you, Sin Spaces. Yeah. Oh, this guy, he knows what's going on. Yeah, he knows. Thank you, Sin Spacey. Yeah. So, um, again, there are boss battles in this game and all that which were some of the funnest battles in the game, even though they took a while to kill some of them. But um, it was um, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Like, I think, Especially early on. Um, yeah, well, I think my favourite battle in the whole game was, I can talk about this because it happened in the original, was the battle with Rufus on the rooftop. So, oh, so you, okay. fight, you fight Rufus Sh- uh, Shinra up there when he comes in. And... Um, I don't know. There was something about that battle that I was just like, "This is this is just awesome." So one on one battle, Cloud versus Rufus. <clears throat> um, so it was just like this simple style battle, but it was so much fun. Damn. Yeah, I it, haven't done that one yet. No, you haven't, because it's near the end of the no. game. Um, uh, oh, right, that makes sense. Uh, so tell me your thoughts on the game, because you haven't played through all of it, but I'd like to hear what you think of the game. Yeah, well, straight away, because I'm a, like a huge fan of Fifteen. Um, so I saw a lot of those tendencies in there mm-hmm. and fighting just felt unreal. It was like fun to do. And those two things where you switch between uh, the two modes, what is that called? Uh, again? There's Punisher and Operator mode. 
Yeah, just that. There's there's its own strategy within that too. It's almost kind of like using stances in a in some other different games where one's aggressive and fast and one's a lot more strategic. Mm -hmm. um, and that all comes to play and that's with each player as well. So I really like, I love the complexity yet still simplicity of the battle because you can kind of just battle mash through it. If you, I mean, button mash through it, I should say, if you're leveling up properly and stuff. I never played seven, as you know, so I never realized the simplicity of the materia system as well. Mm -hmm. I really love that. So that got me really quickly and I was like, oh, okay, I can tell why this is enjoyable and strategic and fun. It's one of those easy to master hard. Uh, yeah, I mean, easy to learn hard to master things where you just like, you have a choice. All your weapons give you uh, a bunch of slots and it, that's where you put your magic or your ability to, ability to cure or your ability to see how much health someone has. Like all that old school stuff I haven't seen. So I love seeing that old style integrated in this like, new kind of game and they're, they're putting like new mechanics to make it enjoyable like i love that it's a remake and not a remaster mm -hmm. um the graphics are just stunning mm -hmm. like gorgeous it looks like you're playing advent children mm -hmm. you know which was the old uh final fantasy 7 movie that yep. they made um and then i saw tifa and then i just paused it and that was the end well let's yeah i can see See why? Um, thank you so much for the hosting spaces. I loved how the icon came over Kyle's face. I almost lost it in the middle oh. of that. It was brilliant. Wow. It was brilliant. I'm trying to be serious, we've, we've, man. We've flipped the panels around, Brian, so we're on the right side now, but I had to move the alerts over to his face. Um, wow. Just, just to keep up consistency there. Um, of course. So, um, uh, so they've taken a... Um, a four to five hour segment of a game and expanded it into a 30 hour game. Now, of course, what's going to happen when you do that? Oh. <laughs> wow. Thank you for the video sense faces. That's brilliant. Love it. Wow. Um, yeah. So, um, so what's going to happen when they expand a, a five hour part into a 30 hour part? Uh, they're going to add something like side quests. So there's a lot of side quests in this game that you can do. Um, yep. I, I think the biggest issue for me, I know some people hated side quests. I thought they were okay, you know. Um, but sometimes it felt like a bit of bloat, like the, some yeah. bits weren't so much needed. And I felt the game had some pacing issues as well at times. Mm -hmm. it's, it's forced, yeah. Especially when you're hurrying to um to the plate when Shinra is about to drop the plate on um on Sector Seven. Or is it Sector 5? Sector 7, yeah. Or is it 5? Oh, fuck me, I can't remember. But Who knows? Uh, Shinra's about to drop the plate, and you're in the train graveyard, but they extended the train graveyard quite a lot, right? So it's like, okay. wow, they're going to drop the plate soon, but you're doing an extra two to three hours of content before you get to the plate dropping, and you're like, oh, how about that plate that's about to drop, hey? That really, they're really like any second now, like with their finger on top of the button. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, it was, uh, it, was, it was just little, little things like that. And I just felt the pacing felt a bit like it felt like in the game that it was supposed to be a rushing moment, but you're, you're going through all this train graveyard stuff. It was cool to expand a train graveyard, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just felt like the pacing dropped off at that point. And there are a couple yeah. of parts like this in the game where it happened. Um, one of the highlights of the game for me was actually the Shinra building towards the end, though. 
There were some really cool bits in that. They heavily expanded Shinra building, but kept in old classic things like um, you, you get a choice if you're going to take the elevator or the stairs up to the 50-something floor. Yeah. And in the original, if you go to the stairs, you had to run up all the stairs. Okay. They had that in this as well. So I chose stairs and I had to run oh, up 50 sh- plus flights. Oh my God. Yeah. All right. Good to know. When yeah. I get there, take the elevator. Take the damn elevator. Um, but we'll wrap up the review there. Um, I know you're not scoring it, but yeah, no. look, it's a, a remake of a, of one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, only part one. Which I feel like it loses some marks because of that, because I would have liked to see the whole thing done at once. Because I got to the end of this, and I'm like, I just want to leave Midgar now. I want to go out into that big wide world. Oh man, a big open world. I wonder if part two I is going to be an open know. world game. Um, and as I said, there was some there was some pacing issues, some bloat in the game, but I ended up giving it a uh, a nine point five. Oh, wow. Yes. So Final Fantasy VII Remake is available now, and we're going to play the outro right now, Carl. Long time ago, I made a promise, so... I'm really glad to have you back, Cloud. Really glad. And we are back. Ooh, ah. we are back. Do you like that? Uh, yeah, that's that's much better. Yeah, that's good. It was a good trailer. That okay. That's Bri- a good one. Brian just asked, "Would you rather one third of a game done really well or one whole game with one third of the quality?" Oh, I don't know. Oh, that's the tough. Would you rather? Um, hmm. Ooh, or one third of the quality. You know what? I think I'd take a whole game at one third of the quality because I'm someone who really loves the game Mad Max and no one else likes it because they said it's not that good. But I think it's a fantastic game. It's a giant, big, huge, expensive world, uh, you know, but I'm weird. So yeah. maybe if they made that game in three parts and made a really good one part, but then they never released the next two. Yeah. I don't know if I'd have as much enjoyment out of it. Well, Rafi said definitely one third done really well. Yeah, but see, I don't like feeling... Imagine, and that was the end, and you never see anything anymore. I don't know. Mm. I don't know about that. I don't like being left without closure. Okay. So when you of went, a, when you went saw the Lord of the Rings, but yeah. you knew two more parts were coming, you were sad that they didn't release it all at once? No, no, no. He's saying, I see Sin Spacey's question as, like, you go and see the Lord of the Rings, and then they cancel the next two and go, that's the whole thing. Yeah. Or do you want to see all of it at once? I don't know. I'm not. Maybe I'm not reading that question right. Yeah. I did think of Lord of the Rings. Yeah. There you go. Well, there we go. All right, guys. We're rolling into questions time. I see we've got Reefy in chat now. Remember, guys, if you do want to send us questions, you can find us on Twitter at Game Train Talk. Please give us a follow. We're also on Facebook, uh, Facebook.com/slash Game Train Podcast. Please give us a follow on there too. Of course, we're on Twitch as well, twitch.tv slash GameTrainTwitch. Please jump on and follow us on here too. Um, you know, you can find us in lots of places. You can write to us in all sorts of ways. And um, we're not on OnlyFans, though. Sorry. No, not OnlyFans. No. No, we're not, we're not on there. 
but um, I mean, d- depends though. If I mean, put some offers in, and we'll fig- we could figure anything out. Yeah, yeah. We can, There's we, no such thing as no. Everything's for sale. <laughs> we're also on. We're also on Instagram um, at Game Train Podcast on Instagram. Um, but yes, we've got our first question in from Reefy. Do you ever think of old games you want to remake of? I'd love a Twisted Metal remake for online play on a new PS5, says Reefy. Yes, that's a hundred percent hardcore. Yes, I would love Twisted Metal. I mean, they should just do a Twisted Metal Battle Royale. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would love Vagrant Story remade. Oh, Vagrant Story! I always Story. bring this up when the remake question pops up. Vagrant Story, yeah, an old Square RPG. Um. It kind of flew under the radar, I think, for a lot of people. It was a really good RPG. I'd yep. love to see it get a full full remake um, with full voice acting, etc. I think it'd be really cool. Yep. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to ride that same similar train, and I'd like to see Legend of Dragoon remade mm-hmm. in the same way. That's a, another one that I really loved. Yeah. I w- wouldn't mind seeing, like, Drakengard 1 and 2 as well. Yeah. I really loved those. Like, the early, I think it's part of the lore of Nia Automata. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those games were beautiful. You could ride a dragon, and it was a little bit like Dynasty Warriors, but you're mm. a knight that could ride a dragon. I'd, al- I'd also like a too. Chrono Trigger remake as well. Yeah, I mean, like they did with maybe, Secret, like they did with Secret of Mana. I don't know. I didn't think Secret of Mana improved it at all. Okay. I, only because it's. I, I guess that I'm. I'm biased towards that 16-bit era. Yeah. Okay. But then again, when it's done really well, like, you know, um, the Zelda games. Yeah. Those are done well sometimes. Yeah. That's a, that's a tough one. And I, I did used to say I'd love them to just remake Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. Yeah. Properly. But hopefully that happens. Um, Final Fantasy 6 is another one I think could really do good with a full remake treatment. Full voice. Again, that looks so nice already. But yeah, that, that yeah. would be... Oh, I'd love that to see that. That would be very interesting. Um, yeah, girl, true that. Um, Girls Garden HD. Girls Garden was the creator of Sonic's first ever game. Well, there we go. Got a bit, bit of trivia oh. in there. Um, but yeah, have we got any more questions before we move on, chat? Or, or are we all good to uh, to move on? Yeah, okay. Let's chat. Let's see. Any more questions? Anything at all? Do you want to ask about Callum's walls and why they look like... Stop trying in... to give shit to my walls, man. Mate, your walls are like my fun. Dude, your background's too cluttered a crap. It is. It is. Too much stuff there. Yeah. What's you, this? You got, you got Raider. Uncentered. You got Raider. You've got Keyland. You've got... Um... Oh, Keyland. <laughs> oh, I can't see Keyland in the, in the, in the Twitch. <laughs> I look a lot nicer here in the Zoom. Why don't you make me look like this? I've sort of had to cut you down a little to get you into the box. Oh, we don't need your one. Just make yours really teeny tiny. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> all right. Um, I guess I guess we should start wrapping up the episode anyway. It's all good. Um, uh, yeah. Get some color, Kellen. Oh. Oh, I feel it's okay. Oh, what, what's a figurine <laughs> that you'd like to be able to make that has never been made? Game related. Ooh, I mean, I really, really wanted a, speaking of which, a Nier Automata one. Yeah. Um, I've seen some of them, but I, I, I don't know if Sin Spaces means like action figure with joints or like a more like 
statuette type thing like you get with special edition of games and stuff because I've seen that one in, in action figures, but I haven't seen like just a really good oh, quality statuette of it. statue, yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. Well, yep. that's my answer. 2B. Oh. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I want, that's, I want everything in, in statues, man. I love them. Yeah, I don't that's know. I'd yep, like a, that. maybe a really high quality Gohan statue. Those are everywhere. But a high quality one. Yeah. Um, have you been to Japan? <laughs> no, I haven't. No. Um, oh, when you go to the statue shop, there's like a there's like a Dragon Ball Z section and then all the Gohan other. Oh, was in there's... video games since basically. What, okay, what about a Tifa <laughs> statue? Ooh, yep. Yeah. Wow, that'd be fun. I'm yeah. sure those must be around, but I haven't tried looking. You know what? You know what? It's actually pretty hard to find, which I have looked for a while. It's just a decent Tomb Raider statue. Really? That's not like cheap and hideous. Yeah. There's heaps of them, but they're all like $70 ones, you know, like not the really nice, you know, two, two to $500, like really beautifully crafted. I just had so much trouble finding any decent Tomb Raider ones. I think some of the bigger name popular ones you don't see as much. And I don't know what that is, whether it's a licensing thing or third parties aren't allowed to make it and mm. i don't know what it is yeah fair enough yeah, yeah that was a cool question thank you since spaces yeah, cool thanks question. for that all right guys we're gonna roll into the end of the episode here with the lame love and hype trains are you are you ready for this car i'm so ready all right here comes the lame train okay Carl, what's your lame train this week my lame train is that all your notifications are on my face. <laughs> it's just, it's just the worst thing. Yeah. 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 Okay. No, I'm having a, a pretty good run. I mean, you know, like, like you said, we haven't really jumped on and did a podcast one after the other. Oh, come on. Thank you, Spaces, for the 100 videos. I do appreciate it. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> Ah, oh, every time. Thank you. Yeah, that is uh, awfully nice of you. I don't know if it came from the heart or from the red devil on your right shoulder. Yeah, but thank you anyway. Uh, yes, that's my lame train. Oh, it is. Yeah, it is. Oh, okay. I was. Yeah, what, what I was going to say is that um, this is a, a one of the quickest times that we've just done an episode, then came back and done another one, and things haven't been so lame. Oh, okay. So, um, it's been a so oh, I've got a couple, couple that I want to get through here. Good old Callan. You can take mine then. Okay. Um, so my first one is Carl. He still hasn't visited my Animal Crossing island. I know we're going to go an episode without talking Animal Crossing, but here we are. Carl still hasn't visited my island, so no. God damn it. Um, We've mentioned Dark Souls um, and, and Animal Crossing. And then Crossing. Oh, I had my normal one, but then Carl's like, oh, I lied about my leaderboard score on this leaderboard thing. So I'm like, yep, that too. So Carl's lies uh, yep. is the other one. Right, right, um, right. Well, you didn't even comment on my leaderboard, so yeah. I don't uh, think you were that impressed. Yeah. Um, you know, you show your 13th in the world at something, you know, it's pretty impressive, and then it's a lie. Yeah, but I, I didn't get any reply. If you said something, I would have let you keep that lie for the rest of your life. Oh, my God. But, okay, so the, my, my proper lame train is this, right? So the other night, yes. I was streaming some Assassin's Creed Odyssey, right? I was doing the... Oh. Uh, <laughs> I was doing the... Um, um, the Atlantis DLC... I was doing the um, Underworld part, the second part of the three. I was like, this is awesome. Got up to the end, um, did the final 
battle there, beat the boss, was like, oh my gosh, we've got Atlantis coming, here we go, finish off that area, whoops me back into Greece, and I'm standing there, and I'm like, where's the next part? Where's the next part? And I'm wandering around the, the Atlantis area in, in, in Greece, and I'm like, there's no quest, and I'm like, there's no quest here. And then Kyle's on the thing, he's like, no, the quest is right there. Like, no, 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 it's not there, man. It's not there. I'm like, I don't know, maybe it's not installed or something for some weird reason. And then I checked my install list on Assassin's Creed Odyssey and that part of the game wasn't installed. So Everything else was there. So I had yeah. to end stream and... So this was all live on Twitch when I was doing this, when this was happening. And yeah, so then I had to go download the third part. Yeah, that's a great lame train. It was so bad. I was just so annoyed. I was so excited to get to that new place too. Which was incredible Damn. when I did get there. All right. Yes, that was worth it. All right, are you ready for Love Train, sir? I'm so ready. All right, here we go. All right, Carl, what's your Love Train this week? My Love Train is that... Um, it kind of goes out to all things, but mostly in the gaming industry. I love that all games, well, not all games, but most and a lot of the games are seemingly back on track and people are figuring out how to work from home a lot quicker than most people expected. Mm -hmm. And that uh, what looked like it was going to be a crumbling time for the whole industry was kind of, it, it was more of a, a very big, scary forced readjustment time mm -hmm. and as soon as people did it and like you saw like one company do it then another started and they all sort of got help from each other and figured things out by seeing how others did things um and then you're seeing we're just starting to see a lot more release dates coming back sooner than i expected mm. uh, and then even people revealing new games which i thought people would really hold back from okay because of the whole covid things i thought they'd just like go oh like okay let's just try and make the games that are already coming and finish those and let's not reveal new games for the future for a while. That's kind of what I saw coming, but yeah. all that didn't come to fruition. Things are looking like they're back on track, at least business-wise and game-wise. Like, I don't know about the world and health, but just the, the situations in that world of like just releasing those. And I think it's because also they're seeing more success than they expected with things like, you know, Animal Crossing and like them being games being released and just still being successful oh look and animal crossing couldn't release more, at more of a perfect time than it did that was ridiculous yeah that was like that's a bit yeah. crazy yeah yeah but yeah so that's my love train is that it seems like things are coming back on track with things like that with um, game release i'm gonna counteract your argument here um yes. as much as it seems things are getting on track i don't think we'll see it really um impact until next year because okay the games that are already in development now like for this year would have been at stages yeah. when all the voice acting's done all the scores are done like they'd be doing a lot of bug stamping out and polishing which they could do at home but the big stuff like recording all voiceovers doing orchestral scores and that they can't do any of that at the moment still so we're not going to feel those effects on those games that don't have those parts of the game done until into next year yeah, the orchestral stuff, that's for sure. But I am specifically talking about things like voice acting and stuff. I think they're figuring out how to do that from home. And in places where they can have like two or three people, I think they're going to figure that stuff out and I, sharing I assets. I don't think they'd quicker. be doing voice acting from home. That'd be insane to try and do. 
I mean, I suppose, but so would a lot of these things. It's an insane time of the world. Yeah, true, true. Since basically try buying a webcam or gaming PC right now. Lol. <laughs> um, wow, that's so true. Lucky we did all that two years ago. <laughs> um, my love train this week is massive DLC like in Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Nice. That's 30 plus hours of DLC they've given there. Uh, yes, CD Projekt Red did it with The Witcher with its DLC as well. Big yep. story DLCs are awesome. You know, yep. tiny and tiny one-hour DLC bits that you got to pay a lot of money for are crap. Yeah, ones that add like just silly things or like new points yeah. or things you can collect around the world that you've already been in. Yeah. Like, yeah, these, these are awesome. You know, like mm-hmm. Undead Nightmare and mm-hmm. uh, Ballad of Gay Tony, those mm-hmm. kind of things. Those are Awesome. Horse armor, says Brian. The original DLC. Horse armor. Horse yep. armor, it's funny because no one would just bat an eye at horse armor anymore. Nah, it, people would love horse armor now. But, Dude, um, it's like three bucks. People, yeah. Kids are paying that every single day on Fortnite now. Yep. The equivalent of uh, but, horse but armor. Yeah, it's a big, good quality DLC like in Assassin's Creed Odyssey that I've, I've played through because it's, it's worth the money. It's like It almost feels like an extra game. Yeah, it's like the um, Brotherhood or Revelations being mm. added on to yeah. Yeah. Assassin's Creed 2. Exactly, exactly. All right, uh, you ready for Hype Train? I'm so ready for Hype okay, Train. Okay, here we go, Hype Train time. Yeah. All right, Hype Train time, Carl. What are you hyped for? All right, well, I, you know, I'm going to remain hyped for Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 until that comes out. So that's just, I just got to put that there real quick. Okay. Uh, but my hype train is, uh, there's a whole bunch of the Summer Game Fest things still coming. And you can check all that out on the Summer Game Fest website. And you can look at uh, the schedule, uh, all different things coming. But one of the ones on June 11 is the Night City Wire, where they're doing a whole piece on more on cyberpunk. Oh, did you see the shot of the Badlands? No, I didn't want to see anything until that. Oh, okay. They, no, CD Projekt Red themselves released a um, a still of one of the cars in the game, which is in the Badlands. Ah, oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Because I, I saw I saw something written about it. And I was like, nah, I don't want to see it. Yeah. Because it, it was while I was reading that, actually. So yeah. I quickly scrolled away because I wanted to be wowed by it. But um, I will have to go check that out. But I'm actually really hyped. Usually I'm like... Not into that kind of thing, but if it's shared by the company, CD Projekt Red stuff, I'm just like, give it to me. Just give me that stuff. And I'm hoping it's a deep dive like they did on Ghosts, but, um, you know, something a bit more like that. Well, they've done a couple of deep dives already, so I don't know what else they're really going to show. I don't think they really need to show nothing else at this stage. Well, see, this is kind of what I'm interested in. It's it's like, it's such a big flex because they've shown hours yeah. of that game yeah so the game must be just astronomically huge yep right in the time when everyone else who was making huge games was saying like they're backing down with the gta 6s and the assassin's creed saying like oh it's not as big as our other stuff you know whereas yeah. these guys look like they're just they're like nah we're going all out we're going to show hours and hours and hours and hours and that's our trailer yeah <laughs> like wow gameplay Oh, yeah. Yep. Gameplay. Game I'm still play. waiting for Ubisoft's conference in, what, July, is it? Or June? Oh, jeez. If it doesn't show gameplay, man, I'm out. They'll show what game... are you hyped for? Oh, what am I hyped for? I, I'm excited for Man Eater. 
Yeah. Which is the which is the shark RPG. It's Grand Theft Auto, but you're a shark. That's right. It is out tomorrow, May twenty second. Um, I'll be streaming it probably a bit tomorrow as well when I start playing it. I'm excited nice. for this to be a big shark and swim around and eat people. Big shark in the big water. That's right. That's what I'm excited about. So, yeah, it's a simple one. But, again, we're going to be back again next week, everyone, with our Maneater Shark RPG review. That's right. Hey. We'll be reviewing Maneater the Shark game next week on Game Train. So, it should yes. be... That one Look should... That one should be a bit of fun because it's just such a ridiculous concept. So. Such a ridiculous concept. I think it's something we need at the moment. It's just a stupid concept to just have a laugh at. Yeah, I really think that's that's a good call. So it's be silly. like if you guys don't know what it is, just like look it up. Yeah. Yeah. Man eater. Have a laugh at that trailer so that you're on the same page and then uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good times since Spacey says best shark game of the year. Yes, it probably will be since Spacey's alright, guys. That is it for episode 80 of Game Train. Remember, next week we will be back for more Game Train, Man Eater, Baby Shark says Twine Pants. Thanks for that, Twine. Uh, Anything anything else you'd like to add there before we finish up, Carl? Uh, Nice to see you, Twine Pants. Okay, cool. Wonderful. Thank you very much, guys. And as always, it's been Game Train. (laughs) 